Uh, my name is Jacob, and this is uh, Paul Hederman's Reflections on the 12 Steps. Uh, this is not an AA meeting. This is one member's take on the exact nature of the wrong, uh, page 64 of the AA Big Book. And the solution of the 12 Steps. Uh, this is being recorded. It is being streamed live on Facebook, perhaps. And uh, this is not an all-share meeting. Rather, it's a question and answer uh, for Paul's take on the 12 Steps. For details on all Paul's events, his story under arrest, other books, t-shirts, past event videos, check out his website, zenbitchslap.com. And uh, Paul, would you like a reading to start out with? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> uh, so again, uh, 87, bottom of the page. <clears throat> As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask the right, the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, thy will be done. We are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily, for we are not burning up energy foolishly, as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works. It really does. We alcoholics are undisciplined, so we let God discipline us in the simple way we have just outlined. <clears throat> Uh, but this is not all. There is action and more action. Faith without works is dead. Uh, Paul Alcoholic, welcome everybody. Obviously, this is sort of when you're coming into the program and you take these suggestions and then uh, hopefully what's shared at many meetings is people who have gotten into the habit of taking these suggestions. And then they're in a state of thy will is done. And it's just more of a recognition, recognition, not an affirmation. So you recognize or you're looking at things from the condition these suggestions were hoping to lead us to. Yeah, I like to always put in a little bit of a, a, a hurrah for that stuff because yeah, you don't want to be frozen into doing, you know, uh, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, thy will be done. Maybe after a while, you're in the conclusion, thy will is done. So you may not be saying that constantly to yourself every day. Yeah, so uh, you can't arrive at that condition without doing this stuff, but doing this stuff leads you to that condition in a way. Yeah. And therefore mm -hmm. it's sort of like the booster rocket has done its job. It's, it's allowed you to break the gravitational pull of self. And now you're sort of in a, you're being pulled by the infinite power. So, uh, I feel that's a total, the narration of the trip would change as the trip progresses, and I believe recovery progresses. Now, there's not a book put out every, you know, there's a new edition, but it stays exactly the same because it's a sound uh, book of principles and a design for living. But 
people have taken these suggestions and for 30 years, 50 years, five years, eight years, and they've, you know, they've been established in that position of relying on something greater than self. Like it says in the third step, you sincerely take that position, then you get established in that position. The, the, the description of that condition, when you sincerely take it, is different when you're established in it. Just like it, the results are different when they share about it on that, uh, the third step, you know? First, you have a new employer, and then you're going to be feeling this conscious presence and all this stuff. So basically, uh, the frequency gets more of like a broadband effect when you're established in it. Yeah, because you're still not living. At that point, you've come out of that static of, of K-Paul, and you're picking up a clear channel. So obviously, how you would narrate your day wouldn't be a lot of working at it. You'd be, you know, like we say in a lot of communities, you know, you work the steps, then the steps work you, then you live the steps and the steps live you in a way. So yeah, this is, this is a change of narrative when the, while the conditions are changing. I don't like if we want to freeze uh, one condition as the condition. I think recovery progresses. I do. That's been my experience. So your wording about it and how you feel about it and how you express it will change over time. Yeah, I mean, maybe in the beginning you're like a drill sergeant and you're, you're working with a lot of people, kids, guys who, uh, you know, they'll listen to a drill sergeant. But to be a drill sergeant your whole life may not be your seat assignment. Yeah, maybe you'll realize, hey, you know, if you don't want it, life's the best teacher, you know, just whatever. Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of room to move in the design for living. The design for living doesn't appear exactly the same. It's not like a cookie cutter program. We don't become uh, <laughs> like a chocolate chip cookie, you know. I think there's a lot of variation in the expression of it always rooted in the principles and obviously the main principle, quit playing God and relying on something greater than yourself. So instead of being directed by self, we'll be directed by the infinite. Yeah. So I think that's the movement that all the narration is about. The movement doesn't change the direction of it. You're moving towards, let's say, the spirit. But uh, how you experience Experience it and reflect on it and observe it and share about it changes. Yeah, because you're, you know, you see, you see things differently from different heights. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes. So this is obviously, this was an introductory book. And they were trying to lay out the design for living and the suggestions. And some of the stuff, and of course, a lot of it, can become a daily routine for you the rest of your life. But to, to the extent that you have to be watching yourself changes, yeah? You don't have to have a security uh, division watching you all day after a while. You become like a free-range alcoholic because you're, you're established in this new way of life, yeah? And I hope that seems attractive to others and, uh, you know, people that are going through extreme fluctuations call you because you're established in that way of life, mm -hmm. you know? 
because they need some kind of uh, something that you know something that's solid to compare to because all they're seeing everything from is in a very agitated agitated state they're taking a lot of false evidence to appear real so thank god there's people they can call or see that aren't at that moment yeah like they we say in recovery we're not all crazy at the same time thank god so uh yeah Nice to see everyone, and yeah, let's hope we're all enjoying another day of sobriety. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, I hope hopefully we're all in the habit of being sober. It's a nice habit. Yeah, agreed. Not much. Not it's not thought about much. It's just lived. Yeah. 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 All right, Jacob. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, any questions for Paul? Um, if not, I, I have a question to begin with. And we can have shares too, you know, as we can have shares about things too, you know, but the hope is that we don't go into a 20 minute ID of the problem from the problem. We want to sort of stay with the idea of speaking from the solution about the problem and then maybe asking questions from the problem about the solution. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a cop. I don't, I don't really want to direct traffic, but if we have to, yeah, that went all right. No, stop. no, <laughs> and we have the meeting after the meeting. So to go into details about being screwed or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah. Right. Yeah. This is more about a principle based answer. So the particulars aren't profoundly important. It's the pattern. Yeah. The relying on self or the reliance on the higher power. That's what wants to be presented. Yeah. To see, uh, that the particulars are determined by where we're living from. Yeah. That's, that's their, that's their value. They, they imply something just like we go over the manifestations of self for the, so that we can see something. Yeah. By the manifestations. So we can see that there's like some foreign, some foreign pathogen in our blood, you know, that we're inhabited by a mental obsession, let's say. Yeah. And the principles are going to start influencing the particulars. Yeah. Instead of keeping it all about the particulars, you know, I'm screwed this way and that happened and she did this and they did that. More see, like, what brought you to that position, you know? There's value there, I feel. And then when we need to talk about stuff, we have people in fellowship to talk about it on a personal level so that we can feel a connectiveness and that people understand. But to a point, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't wanna really tailor the solution to the problem, yes? You don't wanna, let's say, water down the solution to make it uh, drinkable for the problem. Yeah, you wanna have a certain honoring of the solution and just keep applying the principle 
Like, you know how it was weird when you went in and you were bitching about all your situation and then people would say, go to a meeting and it would seem like a weird answer to what you were sharing. But it works, yeah? Obviously, right. sharing the problem can be part of the problem, yeah? So the solution is problem. It's not, okay, I get this together. No, go to a meeting. Yeah, first things first, and, and then see what happens when you get sober. Maybe things start working out, yeah? I didn't know drinking and drugging was such an influence in my life until I saw it change. Yeah, exactly, yeah? So you may think your problem is lack of money, but an alcoholic may see it as you're in active alcoholism, yeah? Right. So I think we need to keep presenting from the solution. Even though you feel compassion for the person, it may not be of service if you sought, you know, okay, sit down, let's spend eight hours going over who did what and what did who, you know? Yeah. I feel uh, there's enough of that. So we'd like to have it in another pattern, another platform here of just... You know, I think a lot of the stuff that happens with us and how we react to it is completely verifying the root of the problem, Yeah, which I feel is val valuable information if you're in the problem. <laughs> I do. I feel like it's nice to see it <laughs> instead of constantly looking from it. So, yeah, I feel like we've done a great job this year in this Zoom. Absolutely. And uh, we, we will hopefully continue that spirit. But help is available in a lot of ways, and especially after the meeting. Yeah. But this help may not seem like help when you're looking at it from the problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it is. It's incredible. Because it's really always available at all times. Yeah. The problem resides in the mind. And it's driven by faith. And we need something to move the faith that we have in self to, uh, to the infinite. We do. Yeah. We can't do that ourselves. That would be faith in ourselves. We have to have a movement. That, and I feel that's what the program does. It shifts the faith from us to the spirit. And then us do better. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that uh, is applicable to every one of our squares, no matter how different our particulars are. That principle is applicable. That's what's really working. Yeah? Because it's a fact. And if you rely, if you rely on it, it's going to bring you solace and peace you weren't acquiring in your pursuits. Yeah? It is. You'll be able to accept shit you couldn't accept before. Yeah. You'll see it in like how what I can contribute to life instead of looking what I'm going to get out of this day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. of that's going to change. And it's going to make us uh, more useful to ourselves and others, really. What a fantastic renovation. Yeah. So...
Yeah, you know, the colors of the walls come later. Let's just question, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, thanks. Cool, Paul. Thank you. Uh, we have a couple questions here. Uh, I think we have Gabe. Oh, no, it looks like Gabe put his hand down, but we have Walter. Uh, Walter, I'm asking you to unmute. Oh, good evening, everybody. Uh, so I'm getting at a point, I'm becoming tired of my own story, stories, and I'm tired of other people's stories. I don't have the patience to listen to it anymore. So it seems I'm quite right about it, isn't it? Mm. Well, I wouldn't get stuck there because it's going to change. Yeah. Pardon? What did you say? Why? I wouldn't get stuck there because it's going to change. You're going to still have interest, let's say, in the person, but not in the story. Yeah. Yeah, interest, interest in the person for sure. Uh, but the stories are also uh, similar and so predictable, like my own story, you know? Yes. At the moment, I can't laugh about it. But it is, uh, I mean, nothing special. No. No. Even less in your, in, in your case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, end of the question. You answered it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, what happens a lot of times is you get really less interested in their stories, but you're still quite interested in your story. Part mm -hmm. of your story is, mm -hmm. is you're less interested in their stories. <laughs> Do you see? Do you see that a little bit? I'm not talking I, I, to you personally, Walter. I'm talking about how the head works. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I see that I, I'm very grateful if the story stops in my own head, you know? Yes. Sure. And I also know when I try to stop the story, it only becomes more, more irritating, you know? Yes, because I mean, uh, I see it when story. Story, you know, when the story. Uh, the thing is, Walter, in a way, we're always going to be expressing a story here. Yeah, always. It's mm. for me, it's what's mm. directing the story and what's uh, filling the story up. Is it us or that emptiness or presence, whatever? Yes. But there's going to be a story had. I just hope we're not had by the story. Yeah, yeah. I think that's sort of taking ourselves less seriously but there's no you're not going to just turn into a rock and then not move for the next 20 years <laughs> this story this is a this this is a a story of time and space and actions and non-actions yeah we're gonna we're 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 uh trans we're we're expressing a story yeah I would like to see it as an art project. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because again, mm. the one who says they have no story, that's a story. You can't get out of it. <laughs> the beautiful news is to realize you're not really in it. Yeah. But you can't get out of it. Being out of it is another story. Yeah. <laughs> so you just learn to wear them yeah. loosely. They come and go, and it isn't like none of it turns into a uniform. It's just, you know, this is what you're wearing today or this month or this few years. It always changes, yes. I, I keep I keep having this beautiful story of sitting in a cave in complete serenity, having nothing to do anymore with the world, you know? Yeah, and then, but you see, you admit that something's going to be biting you on your ass, some fucking huge insect and shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So. <laughs> and then you want to be close to that and have some rock music and have some yeah, yeah, yeah so. piece of meat in your bed. That's, yeah, that's yeah, right. it just goes that way. So you might as well not delay to uh, to open to peace, waiting for the being in the cave. Just be available now. Yeah, yeah, do my best. There's peace to be found wherever we are. We're the harbinger of peace, so to speak. Yeah, so it's a, it's nice to go to a cave, but not for that long. Yeah, yeah. a week. I like caves, but I don't want to live there. You know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, I enjoy other people's story and I enjoy my own in a way. It's not it's not mine. It's funny in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, is. So, uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it's not too tragic, it's mostly funny. Well, you know, I have someone I, you know, uh, someone from my family who's has trouble with uh, alcoholism, and uh, they were they went back out using and drink uh, drinking, and I knew it because the one thing uh, you can see the future in is of an active active addict, an alcoholic. You can predict the future pretty, pretty. Uh, guaranteed <laughs> so if you don't hear from them in a while they're usually doing something yeah and then so it was nice that he called me and now we're speaking again and uh you know i have i would like to see i'm not i'm usually neutral for most people but i'd like to see him you know stay sober because he's in his 50s now he has heart problems from all this running around and you know, you know, maybe it's time to get off that bus, you know. Just so, so uh, you know, but uh, it's very difficult. Even though you bring a message from their future to them, they don't usually get it. Yeah, they see. There's 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 always this withholding of this personal exemption that it they're different somehow than other alcoholics and addicts, yeah? And this is a stubborn idea that's good to get over. Because if you do what an addict does, you're going to get what an addict gets <laughs> if you're an addict. And you're going to end up 
at the same parking spaces, all the other ones in the future, all, all the other ones that have, they've ended up in the same parking spaces. You'll be there yourself, yeah? It's an amazing thing here because, you know, those movies they make where someone goes up to the future and come back and warn people, we're in that every day with other addicts and alcoholics, yeah? We, we can see the future. And we come back and we try to tell them. <laughs> and most of them like, fuck that, you know. Yeah. But, 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 that is, but it's not the bottom line that every human being is in some way or another behaving like an addict. Of I course. Mean, I'm, I'm speaking about the, uh, the basic, it's like a novel that was put out. And all they did is change the names and locations. It's the exact same story. Addicts and alcoholics are pretty close to that, yeah? So I like just to talk about that. So you can be a pretty good uh, forecast of what it's going to be like in their future, yeah? Other people, it's a little more, they have a little more possibility because this groove is, this groove is so strong it pulls people in, and it's got very carved walls, and it's recognizable, yeah? So if you've been in it, you know where how it's going to end for the other people that are in it, yeah? So like that, back to the future and shit, we're doing that all day. People call you up, and you're just, uh, well... <laughs> If you continue with what you're doing, you're going to be really screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, because I've seen it thousands of times. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. You can't, there's, they haven't found a way to inject someone with being convinced and willingness, you know, it just seems to have to come about in strange manners, but, uh, yeah, that's amazing, Paul. Uh, when I look back, I've, I've had so many warnings, you know, and completely in denial. Yeah. Completely. Getting out of it again for, for a couple of months or for a year or whatever. And then, just being in denial, what caused the, the, the psychic problems, etc. You know, because of mama and daddy and this, not because of alcohol and drugs, you know? Yeah. yeah it's amazing. It, uh, of course. And, it, and you see there's, like a lot of people believe fear is a cause of a lot of stuff. Yeah. But if you read the big book of AA, Fear is a result of self-reliance. So that's an interesting take, yeah? So people talk about fear as a cause. It's causing this and causing that and causing this. But what's allowing the anxiety? I don't see it as fear. I see it as mental anxiety. What's the basis of the mental anxiety? Relying on self, yeah? So basically, there's a really clear uh, diagnosis in recovery. If you're in a lot of anxiety, it's really based on reliance on self. 
And what's like the movement of reliance on self is the having a huge amount of faith in thoughts that are appearing. And you, let's give it a broad definition. A lot of those thoughts are alcoholic thoughts or addictive thoughts, yes? So the reliance on those thoughts as being true, their forecasts and their perceptions, uh, is the basis of the mental anxiety we're living under, yeah? And that mental anxiety demands relief, but you'll, all the relief is temporary because you're really trying to get out of something that you're not actually in, yeah? So it's, uh, you're trying to put out a fire that was started by an imaginary light, you know, an imaginary match. So I would much rather start seeing the imaginariness of the match instead of being, you know, a fire master, yeah? I'd rather just, let's look at our role in things and let's say maybe look at self's role in things. So before they get out of hand, <laughs> so to speak, where there's no recognition of what's mine and what's self's, yeah, or whatever you want to call it. And so here we have a lovely day to explore this a little bit so that maybe while we're living, we can see what's going on, yeah? Maybe have some light in the situation. And uh, because a lot of shit goes on without us knowing it, yeah? And we basically are used for transportation Yet we get stuck with all the bills, you know? We get stuck with all the parking tickets and shit. And we get towed. And we go to jail and shit. So I would, I would, you know, it, be, it behooved me that I needed to look at what was going on. Not, not just, oh, this or that, but really get to the, the, nat the nature of the wrong. Because I was living as if I was the nature of the wrong. Yeah? I was the one who fucked up. I was the one who did all this shit. And basically, the court cases in my mental law division, I was convicted, you know? There was really no way out, yeah? I had done so many, seemingly had done so many things, I was never gonna get left off the hook, you know? It was impossible. I could have my sentence sort of like, uh, maybe uh, more visitations, but, it wasn't gonna, yeah, so let's get down to the root of the situation because that's what's going to initiate true change, yeah, true change, yeah, so, and we're just putting a, a humble idea out, I'm not stamping it on everybody and shit like that, I just want you to check it out, are the thoughts Do the thoughts get changed when they're preceded by the feeling of my, yeah? Do problems look different and way heavier when they're my problems, yeah? Is money cool, but when it's my money, I don't want anyone else to have any, yeah? Girlfriend having a great time, my girlfriend, I have the right to look in her emails and see who's calling her or texting her. And now I'm not on stalking charges. What the hell is that feeling that gets expressed by the word my? What is that? Because it seems to cause a lot of trouble in this life. Yeah? It's not coming from what comes after. It's, it's, 
It's before the problem, yeah? Yeah, it's the relationship of being before the problem. That sense of being Paul, that's the bigger problem, yeah? It isn't like problem, my, <laughs> it's my problem, yes? You see the difference? It's really problem, my, that's how it really happens. But the way it's interpreted is my problem. Yeah? So there's doing, and then the idea of the doer arises, but now the doer thinks it's doing everything. And, and really, a lot of what's being done in an active, addictive life isn't rooted in us. It's rooted in self. Yeah? I feel it's important. Uh... I just, I don't even feel like it needs to be addressed. You know, hey, this is important. It's just freaking obvious. Yeah, look at the word my in your life. See what it's done and what it does all day. Yeah. My can make you the owner for 30 years of shit you have nothing to do with or at least shit you haven't had anything to do with for 30 years. Yeah, that's an incredible influential movement that we just throw it around. Like my girlfriend always points out to me because in Italian, they don't have it. So it's not like, I'm going to get my this. They just say, I'm going to get this. Yeah. But in English, there's a lot of ownership in our language. Yeah. And we're chanting this every day. So uh, I'm going to get my towel. No, it's a towel. I'm going to get a towel. It's not your towel. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it seems funny, but the habit of it is very, very influential because that's what's going on in the head. You're taking, let's say, an activity the brain uh, is under thinking as you. Yeah. I'm the thinker. Holy cow. That's opened us up to an incredible... A uh, barrage of misperception. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. My thought, thought, completely different. Let's use the word resentment. That's even better. Resentment. Yes. I had one for a couple hours yesterday. My resentment. 50 years. <laughs> what? Yeah. A resentment can live in the petri dish of my for 50 years. A resentment really doesn't live that long. It doesn't. You get busy about other fucking things, you know, and you a new resentment shows up. But some of these resentments that has been claimed by, you know, my resentment, it's been like domesticated. It's, it's like fucking roaming around our lives for 50 years, fucking shitting over here and pissing over there. It's insane. So yeah, that's my that rant is over. <laughs> I'm hoping it's getting through. Just look at the word my. Everyone has it in their life. See, way. All right, way something problem, and then way my problem. Where did all that extra weight come from? Not the problem. It came from my. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm lifting shit up all day, 
seems like 3,000 pounds. Take the my off of it, it's like 700 pounds. What? <laughs> what did you, and if you're gonna be carrying shit, let's say every day, life, carrying thoughts and feelings, whatever, actions, responsibilities, and they weigh 3,000 pounds every day, and they could actually be 700 pounds a day, that would be the basis of traveling lighter, yes? You still have the stuff coming up. You got things to do and shit like that. But now you've extracted the miscellaneous weight. You have it, yeah? It's been removed. Now that which was impossible to deal with, you seem to be able to face successfully. Why? Yeah. You know how many, how much weight is distributed every day through the word my? Day after day, a huge amount of weight. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And we keep, without noticing it, we keep call, talking about the fucking problem and not the mind. We keep talking about the thoughts, but not the mind. We keep talking about the actions, but not the mind. Yeah? Right in plain daylight. Some of us believe we're conscious and we're awake and shit. But are you awake to that? I think it would be valuable because, I mean, I don't want to walk up a hill with 2,000 extra pounds. Yeah? If I don't have to. And most of the, you know bearing this weight is without knowing it. We just don't know what's going on. That's why we share. Yeah? Because somehow, in a way, we know already. But there's a process of not wanting to know what we know. Yeah? This is the bondage of self. We know in our gut. That's why sometimes people hear a message and they know. Like that. Yeah? Because it's already clear. But there's an unclearness going on, yeah? And we sort of land on the unclearness and call it us. And then, then that's that. Everything is then explored from there, but that's never explored. Yeah? We just, all right, what's fucking with me? Never, we never think it's the me. Mm. We're like, oh, it's them, it's this, it's that. No. What's your role in it? And then what self's role? I swear, if there was another wave after like 10 or 20 years of recovery, they would have maybe changed some of the stuff and they would have, they would have said, all right, now that you've seen your role in things, let's look at self's role in things. It, they present it right on page 64. All right. So look at your role in things and look at self's role in things. And maybe if you p move the papers together, you'll see they're exactly the same because you're in the act of being identified as self. Yeah. <laughs> Someone can give you, I swear, here's your particular inventory scheme. And then you get the stock version of self is what has defeated us. Lay it on all these different people's fucking inventories and you would see the similarity yeah because the same thing has defeated us same thing self yeah 
But no, we keep the personalness in it so we don't see the commonality. Yeah? We don't recognize the parasite, even though it's been eating us up. We don't, we're, we're, we're like that frog that's in the water and then it starts getting boiled and it has no idea it's going to die. Yeah? It's just in the water. But then the water heat changes and it, it dies. Yeah? Same, same in a way. Oh, I'm doing okay living with the parasite. Can't have viable relationships with any person. Fucking flip out if I don't get what I want. Grudges, 50 years, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, you're doing great. Yes. <laughs> it hasn't killed me yet. Oh, well, if that's your level of success, I would maybe, uh, <laughs> I would lift the, I would lift the, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe lift the target a little. Yeah. 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 I haven't been rest, rested in years. That's great. It is if you've been arrested a lot. But we maybe allow the, you know, the sex, the success of the solution to rise. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> So maybe we're going to have a homework today. Take five examples of my in your life and weigh it. And then weigh the thing that was after my, with it and without it. And just see, is it heavier? Is there more importance in it? Whatever, yeah? Does it seem to have a, an extended life when you put my in it? <laughs> yeah, just see, yeah? All right, what does my imply? That you're the doer of shit you have nothing to do with, yeah? Yeah. That you are the thinker of shit you have nothing to do with, yeah? Oh, Unfortunately, yeah. Okay. you're locked in the theater. You're the audience. You're going to hear it, but you don't have to listen to it, yeah? You're going to listen to it if it's my thoughts, for sure. You may not listen to it as intently if they're thoughts. Yeah. I found the role of my has a huge, huge effect by its absence. Yeah, by recognizing a little relief from the my, I realized how influential it is. Yeah. Yeah. Does it continue? Yes. But is the audience voting 100%? No. Yeah. The audience is more attracted to other events going on than the thoughts. Yeah. Now, if they were mine, I'd probably still be very attentive to them, but I know they're not. And they're fucking boring, most cases. Yeah. And they're superfluous. I need a few thoughts to maybe do something. You know, like, where's the screws, get the... But I don't need an accompanied by thought. Like, not every scene in the movie has to have a soundtrack, yeah? <laughs> but not every scene in the movie needs doesn't need a voiceover. It doesn't have to be you talking about you. 
you can have a lot of you ever see a movie that they haven't had they don't have a soundtrack sometimes it's exquisite yeah or they use it sparingly but not the whole every second there's a you know yeah i feel like life doesn't need to be accompanied by a mental symphony all day yeah i think silence is a nice a nice space to do shit in i do yeah hammering a nail doesn't really need to be accompanied by thought really i don't need anything to tell me hey you're hammering a nail i'm aware of that yeah i'm aware of hammering a nail <laughs> i don't need a report hey you're hammering a nail it seems a little redundant yeah watch out you know what happened the last time you hammered a nail <laughs> <laughs> and then you're then you're down in memory lane. Uh, fuck it, I won't have it now. Oh, it's funny. Well, yeah. Whew. Anyone else, Jacob? Yeah, man, I love this group. Uh, I gotta say, like, I had a kind of a a heavy line of inquiry that I was going to go into at one point, but I'll Walter just, uh, just pulled it right out of, right out of thin air and, and, uh, the solution was given. So thank you, Walter. And thank you, Paul. Uh, we have a question from Noah. Noah, Noah. You unmute. Yo, what's up? Um, I don't have that much to say. I was just, I, I, uh, with the first, first time I encountered you Paul was in the Bay Area and uh I was like <laughs> it was it, there was a, a certain hilarious futility looking back on it now I was like you know I was still using and like I was shooting up and whatever and and you were like I was really into Buddhism I was like a vegetarian Buddhist that did blow and it got into your shit and I was like okay this is this sounds really complicated like this is hard to understand this will do it right you know, this will be the the pry bar that like lifts me out of whatever obviously it didn't you know which you articulated to me pretty clearly um and like now i'm i'm finally coming back i'm coming to the 12 steps in earnest for the first time in my life like every, going to meetings every day i got a sponsor and like it's like shit i wonder what paul's up to and it's just it, i don't know it's it's just hilarious it's uh what what you're what you're pointing to is not like it's not like an like an easy way out or anything you know it's like uh, it's not, it's not the, the panacea or the South to cure all ills, uh, the way I had hoped it was, you know, without, without more concrete tools. Um, but it's still of immense value and all that. Um, sorry if that rambled a little bit. It's good to see you. I appreciate you. Oh, it's very good to see you, Noah. I remember you. Yeah. The last time I saw you, you were selling cheese in uh, Point Reyes. Yeah. Nice to see you, Noah. Stay in touch. Yeah. Nothing has changed with the message, eh? There you go. Yeah. Well, we had a couple other hands, but they seem to have been lowered now. The so, what? Uh, we had a couple other hands, but they seem to have been... Oh, we have one from Gabe. There's Gabe right. again. Asking you to unmute, Gabe. Hi, Gabe, alcoholic. Hi, everybody. 
Um, it was funny when you were t talking about the opening reading and, you know, the whole, uh, you know, thy will not mine be done. It, it reminded me of that Seinfeld episode where George is running around saying, serenity now, serenity now, every time something came up or every time, you know, life happened to him. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, you're saying that hopefully at some point, like that kind of daily affirmation thing kind of just becomes a state. You know, yeah. just for example, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick up a piece of, of artwork from this girl I really like, you know, and all of a sudden I get stuck in that whole, like, what's not happening thing. Like, you know, where was I then? What's going to happen now? You know, all this. And I have to kind of, you know, just, you know, almost again with like that kind of affirmation, like it's not happening. That's not now, you know, and I'm placing myself in this whole scenario, wasting time when I could just be like, you know, right here, right now kind of a thing. Um you know, from your story, it sounded like, you know, yeah, I mean, you were sober for a long time and you definitely had other experiences, but it almost sounded even kind of like, you know, uh, the Bill's story thing where there's this kind of awakening where it all kind of just gelled and snapped. And, um, you know, I'm really enjoying, you know, the material. It's one of those things that all it makes sense, like super makes sense. But I think my brain is so used to like, it's so caught in that same rut. I find myself at certain times throughout the day, kind of just, you know, coming back to, um, uh, you know th this new takes on, on things very simple but still very ingrained in the other kind of old paradigm or whatever but anyway i'm not even sure if that was a question but <laughs> no i yeah the thing is uh <clears throat> the head will attempt to assess and summarize what's going on you've got to have a little question mark around that too just have a little trust in the process and in your own gut that brought you here to hear this and let it do its thing yeah yeah the head always wants to sort of sit above and observe and critique but it has its own agenda and uh it's not really telling the truth so that's where we need to trust the process because we can't trust self yeah so in aa you come in sort of beaten and demoralized and on some vague level or very concrete level you've known uh whatever was going on you've been let down completely and or misled or whatever and so the process is trusting it trust the process and so we shrink it down to a day at a time or a couple hours at a time and then the old habit of relying on self starts getting broken yeah and then we have a lot of demonstrations that the self forgets immediately but hopefully something keeps taking hold and uh you're now in the current of perhaps there's a better way and you're going that way yeah and uh and also in this case there's a lot of future predictions that are completely valid because a lot of us have gone down this stream and we're telling you what it's going to be like for you. And it's pretty close to probably how it is going to be like. You're going to be sort of chilled out and stuff like that. And you'll probably won't even think about drinking or using at one point. And the problem will not exist for you. That's not a toothless hope. That's uh, a fact. A lot of us have experienced that, yeah? Living the same lifestyle or design for living that you're under right now. So why wouldn't it happen with you? It will. You'll, you'll express it differently, 
but the essence of it will be the same. Yeah, so that's why, you know, sometimes we're not trusting the process. It's good to speak to people who are trusting the process. Yeah? <laughs> because they're the product of the process, really. Yeah? They're, they're the product of it. They've been undone and redone. Yeah, they've been, uh, they have a new attitude and a new outlook. They have a new freedom and a new happiness. Yeah, and a hopefully a certain assurance will come out of them that will give you a sense of assurance when you're not so sure. Yeah, that's the beauty of this program. So, yeah, thanks, Gabe. Yep. Thank you, Gabe. Uh, no other questions, Paul. Well, we can end. Oh, it's fine with me. Looks like yeah. Kurt, Kurt wants to say something. Oh, great. Bring on, Kurt. Go ahead, Kurt. Hey, hey buddy. I, I, I appreciate it. You know, I was thinking about what you said in the it was the last meeting when you were talking about level confusion, you know, and um, you know, I was thinking about like when, just for lack of a better word, when the veil parted, you know, like all of a sudden there was clarity. There wasn't, I was clear. There was just clarity. But when that happened, immediately it was interpreted by the mental condition. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, well, how did that happen? What did you do? Did, you know, and I think that was just, um, I think there's a there's like that missing step that you always talk talk about, which is that step where we go into it rather than live from it. Like I would say, um, I was at a meeting I spoke at, and this guy said, "Well, I have a question. How do you get rid of fear?" And I said, "Well, I said I'm going to give you a real simple answer, and the simple answer is you don't." But it yeah. almost, the question's almost the wrong question. How do I get rid of fear, right? Yeah. So I think, you know, I really enjoyed that. You didn't really go into it a lot, but you sure caused, uh, when you went into that level confusion, you know, the other day, I, I really enjoyed that. I really appreciate your perspective on it. Thanks, well, that's from, the, that's from the Course in Miracles. Okay. And I don't okay. know if I'm... Uh, People who are in the Course of Miracles may find offense of how I uh, translate it, but I yeah. didn't pour over it. It was just an idea that made sense because uh, a lot of times what we're not is appearing on a different on a lot of different levels. The narration always tries to sew it all together, saying it was you, but in fact, it's not. It's the brain the emotional body, the energetic body, the physical body are on different levels at different times, illness, shit like that. Mm -hmm. And therefore what is needed or necessary is defined on by the level. Yeah. So if you're on a level where you're at the, the house is on fire, you're stuck in there. Uh, you don't need to hear uh, an answer from another level. There is no house and there is no fire. You need to know where a pail of water is. Yes. Yeah? So, this is sort of how, uh, and to get rigid based on a level uh, uh, <laughs> lends to fundamentalism and rigidity and arthriticness. 
you want to be able to be flexible yeah so if someone has no interest or no in their in their condition or on their level right now they're not going to be able to hear a lot of stuff so you 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 talk about a lot of stuff they can hear so to speak yes yes right with the hopes right. that what you are is speaking more louder than what you say yeah so you're not going to go into a non-duality thesis when the person just got arrested for stealing fucking a bottle of wine at 7-Eleven. You got to say, yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And yeah. the thing is, wherever your experience is on what level, it's not you on that level. Yeah. You're the context of all the levels. You're not on each level. There are experiences that are being had on levels, but that which is, is not an experience. It's not, yes? So you're not, you're not fucked and you're not unfucked. There are experiences <laughs> or conditions that can change, yeah? You are indescribable, incomprehensible. So why try to know it or figure it out, yeah? Just see, see what works. And what, you know, and when you're on a level, you know, it's sort of like sincerely taking a position. When you get established on that level, yeah, respond to, you know, respond to that level from that level. Yeah. So you may not be having the chant, please, you know, you know, remove this fear, remove this fear. You may be in a day of the fears removed, yeah? So there's no need to keep chanting shit. Like we had that example once here, a great example. Yeah, I, don't, I remember that, yeah. Jono, whereas, I think it was Jono, someone from the UK, and we were talking about, you know, please relieve us of the bondage of self, the third step prayer, and they were always doing it, and then they realized, Jesus, they were in that state, and while and saying that they wanted to arrive at that state was was denying that they were in the state at that moment of being relieved of the bondage of self. Yeah, this is the trick. So you saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was great. That was really it will good. it will want you to hope for a future condition that's available, or you actually may be in it right now. The head wants to distract you from that. And one of the ways it does it, it has you praying for that condition in the future instead of enjoying it right now. It's insanity. Yeah. 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 You don't have to be, after a while, you do not have to be told by some authority you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. It, it travels with you. <laughs> I yeah. call in every day am I okay yes my son <laughs> you're okay yeah right that's pretty not bad if one phone call could assure you great but it, it can be even more efficient than that you're okay <laughs> yeah yeah so that's thanks sir. yes that's yeah. great buddy thanks man all right well if there's no more questions we'll say our goodbyes yeah I got to see everybody. All right. So we got Rob Farr from the UK, one of our main men here. We got uh, Mike. Oh, oh, we have one more question from Anna. If, All right. Uh, Anna? Yeah, asking her to unmute now. I almost got out of you. That was close. Almost. Hi. 
Hi, Anna. How are you? I know. Uh, thanks for hanging by. Uh, good, yeah. I'm just um, in CA for a few months, and I'm a few months sober and all that, from all that stuff. Uh, and I've been trying to get off psych meds for the last uh, few months, and I've come right down, because I did end up in hospital before I came back to meetings uh, because of my using and stuff. Uh, and I'm fine really hard like the symptoms of mental illness really come back when I come right off it so I've kind of been guided just to stay on it just now by my sponsor at this very low dose but I get really kind of like it I bump up against it all the time can you Ayanna, can you repeat what being you on Yeah, being on medication. Oh, medication, being on medication, yes. Just the idea of being... Yeah. You know, Anna? Like really, obviously, I'm a single parent. I have a job. I really struggle with it. Yeah. Anna, can you do me a favor? After the meeting's over, there's a, there's the, we, yeah. the room is open. Uh, speak about that to some people. I've never been on medication, so I don't. I'm not. Don't have an experience of it. I have my opinions, but I rather have you hear uh, from people's experience. Yeah. Anna. Anna. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're going to end the meeting and then there'll be people at the meeting and I hope someone will stay around who's had an experience about with met with medication and beginning of sobriety. Is that what we're speaking of, Anna? Yes? Yeah, that's what we're speaking about. Yeah. Yeah, why don't we do that, all right? So, uh, yeah. because again, I don't have, I've witnessed a lot of people, but I haven't uh, gone through that experience, no. So okay. there, but there are people who have, I'm pretty sure, and if they would stay and uh, talk to Anna, that would be great. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Yeah. So if anyone's here that has an experience with the medication and stuff, they, if they would mind, wouldn't mind staying a little later, they could share. That would be great. Yes? Yeah. All right. Uh, again, Mike, thank you. There, yes. Uh, we got Mike O from the UK. Nice to see you, Mike. We got Mickey from Madeira, as always. Great to see you. Thank you for all the support, Mickey. Just showing up all the time. Means a lot to me. Kurt, as always, the main man of Redondo Beach. Looking forward to coming down there. Yeah. We got Stefan on having never left, as always. Tommy. We got Gabe. Nice to see you, Gabe. We got uh, Roy. Roy. Nice to see you, my friend. We got Jesse from uh, Jess Lacat from Ireland. It looks like there's sun, unless that's a virtual uh, background. <laughs> That would be a good virtual background for Ireland, would be sun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
All right, Connor, nice to see you, Connor from Dublin. Yeah. Oh, Sydney, an old friend. Nice to see you, Sydney. All's going well? Hey, Sydney, uh, do you still have my phone number? Give me a call. We were, we're looking for someone who can uh, house sit at our house. If you ever need it, we have a dog and stuff, so it's limiting our affairs. <laughs> we can't leave here. <laughs> so, all right, we, we got Roman. Nice to see you from Germany. The, re the radiator is back. That's good. There's Alex. You're looking better. You're looking uh, better every day, Alex. Even if you probably don't think so. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Good. We got Owen K. Owen is from the UK. Yes. Ireland. Ireland, sorry, sorry, I know, sorry. <laughs> we got Helen, she's from the UK. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, we got Paul, he's from the UK. He's sworn off a t-shirt, he's, yeah, he's not ready yet. We got Walter, thank you for the support, uh, Paul, appreciate it. Walter, always a pleasure. We got uh, Nan, Nan, Nanette, nice to see you, Nan. Come back if you like. Uh, we got uh, we got Noah. That was a nice blast from the past, Noah. Yes, I'm a, I'm surprised that you're still alive in one sense. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. The beautiful thing about this future forecasting of an addict's life, recovery can totally interrupt that storyline. Yeah, it's awesome. And then miracles abound. It's awesome. So, Kerry, nice to see you there in uh, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. We got Jacob from Seattle. He did a great job, Jacob. Thank you for running the uh, boat. We're already we're already uh, up against the rock, so you don't really you just just admit that, and that's that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> There's Michael from Madeira. Nice to see you, Michael. Yes. There's Anna R. Anna R. I hope, yeah, just come back and listen to ask some people, all right? Happy that you're here. And it's incredible, wonderful you're sober. Yeah. Yeah. We got Malkin. Nice to see you, Malkin. The lighting is a little strange, but yeah, I recognize you. <laughs> Nina, nice to see you, Nina. Indoor, outdoor, it's always nice. Yes. We got Fee. Fee uh, asked me, uh, gave me a opportunity to speak at a cocaine meeting in England yesterday, I think. Thank you. I appreciated that. Yeah. We got Carl. Carl, nice to see you as always. Leah, Leah's, uh, she's like she's at a ski lodge or something. What the hell? We, Chris, Chris B. Chris B is, uh, he's ready. Yeah, I don't know for what, but ready. We got Eric. Nice to see you, Eric. Rich A. Very nice to see you. Yeah. 
and say hello to your better half. Yeah, we got this one. Uh, oh, she's way over there now. We got a, a bunch of numbers, but I think it's Janina. Hey, eh? yeah, it's nice to see you, Janina. Down in Palm Desert, I think. Oliver from Berlin, always a pleasure, Oliver. Maggie, of course, and Kay from Chicago. Nick. Uh, yeah, thank you, you know, thank you, everyone. And Anne, thank you for your lovely support. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you again uh, Saturday, I think, for non-duality. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays for recovery, Wednesday, Saturday, non-duality. And we just did some live meetings up in Grass Valley. I think they're on the, on the YouTube. They're pretty cool. Live was nice. We had a real background of uh, incredible forest. It was a very nice setting. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you, yeah. Paul. Someone just sent me a thing. I'll share about the third and fourth step. Yeah. Just get in touch with me. If I have the time, I'll be more than happy to be available. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Everybody on mute. There we go. <clears throat> Hi, Anna. My name is Gabe. I've, uh, let's see, I'm just about 40 years old and I've been on uh, medication for anxiety and depression since I was 20. So that's about 20 years. Um, I noticed, you know, for me, I yo yoed on that a lot, especially in the first 10 years. I would do what the doctor said, and then I'd think I was better, and then I'd stop taking the medication, and that cycle kind of went, you know, that was its own kind of cycle, um, uh, independent of, you know, the drug and alcohol thing. About seven years ago, you know, after going through treatment for the first time, we finally really kind of found something that worked, and since